Let's pray. Master, thank you for allowing us, Lord, to be together. Father, although there's rain outside, Lord, we're able to be reminded of the sunrise, Lord. The S-O-N-R-I-S-E. It's about hope. We're here because we believe, Lord, that death has been defeated, (laughs) that you reign, and that you have allowed us, Father, to worship. And how blessed we are as we think of others. I think of that pastor over in Iran who, Father, is being beaten and mistreated merely because he believes in you. Father, we are so blessed. I pray for he and his family, Lord. Ask for your comfort and, Lord, just guide us today as we look to you, the risen one. In your name we pray. I began thinking uh, with sunrise this year about the big rock that covered the grave of Jesus. And it was interesting, um, as I read it, it said that typically with graves, they would be at a slight incline so that when the rock was placed over the tomb, it would seal more properly and be harder to remove. And so the idea that, you know, after Jesus was scourged and ended up on the cross that he just woke up and came over there and just pushed the big rock out of the way and walked out is is just crazy and insane. But let's uh, look at the different gospel accounts. I just want to read a few verses and just march through here. First, in the book of Mark, chapter 16, verses 1 through 4, when the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James and Salome, brought spices so that they might go to anoint Jesus' body. Very early on the first day of the week, just after sunrise, they were on their way to the tomb, and they asked each other, Who will roll the stone away from the entrance of the tomb? But when they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large had been rolled away. These ladies came in despair as they were preparing to anoint the body with spices. But when they came, the stone had been rolled away. Let's move over to uh, Luke 24. Verses 1 through 3. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning... Women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. Stone rolled away. Uh, John chapter 20. Verse 1. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. 
So she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one Jesus loved, and said, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have put him. And then uh, in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 28, After the Sabbath at dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. So we find out in detail how God decided to move that stone. But yet, here, here's the issue... It wasn't the stone that kept Jesus in the tomb. Matter of fact, turn me to John chapter 20 after the resurrection. There is an appearance of the Lord Jesus Christ starting at verse 19. It says, On the evening of the first day of the week, when the disciples were together with the doors locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he had said this, he showed them his hands inside. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Again, Jesus said, Peace be with you as the Father has sent me. I am sending you. The doors were locked, but Jesus came in. Jesus appeared. There was no door that could hold him. He walked right through into the room to be before them. Now, you know, it's quite simple. If Jesus was able to walk into a locked room and could not be stopped by a door or by a wall of a house, he's not going to be stopped by a big rock. He could have walked right out through the cave, past the rock. But that's not what happened. So, I guess what I'm trying to say is, it wasn't the stone that kept Jesus in. The stone had to be removed to let in His followers into the tomb so that they could see that Jesus was not there. That He was gone. That He really had risen. That what He had promised had come to pass. And you know, I, I thought in John 11, you know, that time of raising Lazarus from the dead, and as he looked at those that he loved, he said, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me will live forever, have eternal life. <laughs> he is the eternal life that brings eternal life. And, and this was shown at the tomb. You see, it wasn't that rock that held him in there. The rock was removed so we could see he was no longer there. He, he is risen. He, he is the hope. He is fully alive. Um, I, I want to share with you the words of Job. Job 19, verses 25 through 27. I know that my Redeemer lives, and that in the end He will stand on the earth, and after my skin has been destroyed, yet in my flesh I will see God. I myself will see Him with my own eyes. I and not another. How my heart yearns within me. That's our hope. He is alive and now we have hope of life. Uh, 
do you guys like me enjoy the Peanuts comic strip? Remember with Charles Schultz? And there was one particular comic where Snoopy was um, on his doghouse and sitting beside him was his friend Woodstock, a little bird. And he looked over at Woodstock and he said, it's, it's morning, your job is to chirp. And so Woodstock goes, chirp. And, and Snoopy says, no, you don't understand. That was just a single, solitary chirp. You're to make music. And so Woodstock goes, chirp, 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 chirp. He goes, that's much better. Just remember, you have to do this every morning for the rest of your life. And it was just too much for the poor little bird, so he just faints and flops over. But the truth of the matter is, that's our song. That's why we're here. Our song is to say that death has been conquered, that real life is available because Jesus is alive. Every other place you look, that leader is, is there's a grave marker, not Jesus. Because the grave could not hold him. Quite frankly, he is alive. And so, a uh, great song that we chirp together with our lives Living He loved me, dying He saved me, buried He carried my sins far away, rising He justified freely forever. One day He's coming, O glorious day. Let's pray. Master, we are here because You are alive. And Father, may that message be our song, Lord. May our lives be marked by the fact that we truly follow a risen Savior and Lord and that we want others to know there is hope. And Father, as uh, we think of You, the Son has risen. <laughs> and, and so, Father, may our lives simply reflect that wonderful truth. As we go and as we share a meal together, Father, we are reminded of how wonderful You are, Lord, how You have provided for us, and how we're able to be together. May we together take the message of hope to a world that needs to hear it. In the wonderful name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.